Good morning, kings and queens. Today is a Wednesday, October 28th, I believe. <laughs> At the end of October, I can't believe it. Um, you've just tuned in to your girl, DJ Lala, and the fam. And this is, yes, I said it, the uh, Southern New Yorker. <laughs> I'm just... Um, tapping in with you guys to let you know that um today is an interview day um i had an interview with jamie b it's called um no cap ish honesty love life and relationships and um tune in next to um hear what we have to say we're being very um visible and honest you know oftentimes we hold back saying things and um things can appear to be okay when they're really not and um it's like a therapeutic interview so so check it out next and i hope you guys are having a great day i hope you had your pick me up this morning um and i hope you're working on your list of happiness that's most important so i hope you have a great day have a great morning and i'm not gonna give my shout outs today i'll give them tomorrow but i hope you um have a great day and um keep your head up stay woke and um Have a plan to be happy. Love, live, and laugh. Talk to you soon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I had a little bit of difficulty this morning. (laughs) Well, that's all right. That's quite all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've had to update my, uh, my app and stuff. So how's your morning? Is it raining there where you are? Um, no, not yet, but it looked like it's about to. Oh, it's, it's been a drizzling here, but all week it's been, and even last week it was a little dreary, you know, it was cloudy and the weather wasn't that great. Wow. Now, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't mind those days because it's like you come home and you just kick back, you know, granted you don't have anything to do and just be lazy. Yeah, that's true. We all get caught up in being busy, so, you know, that's uh-huh. good. We need something to put us down sometimes. Uh-huh. You on your way to work? Yeah, I'm actually making a um, a quick stop for a couple of things I need um, before I hit the office. I'm, like, just down the street. Oh, okay. How about yourself? Uh, I'm on my way. Okay. Um, are you ready to start, or you want to wait? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I have, um, it's, this is more or less, um, it's a, a freestyle day, but I do have some questions that I need to ask to see, um, and we're going to be open and honest, no bullshit. Uh, of course, right? Oh, yeah. Always open and honest. All right. So, um, I'm going to ask you some things. You tell me what you prefer, if you prefer one over the other or both. So, and then you can get to your questions. Do you want to get to your questions first or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. Um, speed versus accuracy. Now think about it. And I'm talking about life, sex, work, whatever. So speed versus accuracy. Mm, when you put it that way, um, I have to go with accuracy. Mm-hmm. 
accurate. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. It's like, like shooting a gun. You know, mm-hmm. you can have speed, right? But mm-hmm. are you accurate? Are you hitting the target? Um, not always. When you're accurate, right. speed really doesn't matter because you're always going to be on target. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. The only thing I, I like with speed is my cars and fast hands, so I can not gas out. <laughs> I uh, agree. I prefer accuracy over speed. A lot of people prefer speed because they feel like they always got to be in a competition with somebody. They feel like they got to mm. be the first one to to be done, or they got to be better than mm. you know the person that they feel like they're competing. And I feel like. I feel like I'd rather be accurate so that way I know I'm doing things correctly so that way I don't have to do it again. Exactly. If you're accurate, it doesn't matter how fast or slow you go, as long as you get it right the first time, then I feel like you're not going to waste any time not to do it again, and you can move on to the next thing to to, mm-hmm. to tackle that storm. You feel me? So. I feel the same way. Let it marinate. You know, let it set in. Enjoy it. You know, when you yeah. when you go about life like that, you miss out mm-hmm. on a lot of things. And oh, yeah. When you look at life um, as a competition all the time, mm-hmm. you know what that does? It adds stress. And what does stress yeah. do? It shortens your life. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to enjoy my life. And, you know, I don't want to miss anything because when you miss something, you lose that opportunity. And sometimes um, if you're not on point, you're not accurate, uh, guess what? Mm-hmm. You may not get another opportunity. That's true. And we so. way too grown to be wasting time and making all these mistakes. I mean, it does happen as you grow, but, you know, if you can avoid, you know, doing that, then, hey, why not just be accurate instead of doing everything so fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Quantity. Quantity versus quality. Um, it's a, if we're talking about life, um, uh-huh. it's quality. Um, uh-huh. it's, for me, for quantity, it, it depends on what it is. But when it right. comes to life and something being realistic, I I rather prefer quality. Um, uh-huh. it's gonna it's gonna outlast the quantity. Yeah, you might have more than me, but because I have quality, uh, I'm going to outlast whatever you have. Right. So That's I got to go with that. I, 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 honestly, I do. I agree with what you're saying. That's just like um, relationships, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you have these people who have so many people. And you know what? I, I'm not judging nobody because, okay, being married, right? Let's just say mm-hmm. that you're lacking some things from your marriage. And I'm not judging nobody, so you mm-hmm. end up meeting somebody who fills that void of what you're missing. You find it in another person. And I feel like, um, but it doesn't know, it, I mean, let me just put it to you this way. I want to say something wrong. Sometimes we do things, when we're talking about speed, we do things too fast, and we think, mm-hmm. What the, the decision that we make is right for us, it really isn't, mm-hmm. especially when you're desperate and you want to do things so fast. 
So then you're in a situation, then you're in a marriage. And then it just feels like, you know, when later on down the line and you find out that maybe it wasn't really thought, it wasn't really what you thought it was, you try to make it to where it fits for you, but it doesn't. So you Mm -hmm. find it in something else. I feel like it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it, it should be quality in the first place. It shouldn't be quantity. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't take so many people that you need to be with in order for you to feel whole. Yeah, I, I, I never understood that. Like, uh, you know, I've had friends in, in my past say, man, you're so lucky because you have that one woman that does everything. Well, uh-huh. uh, I didn't settle. You know, you're out here, uh, you, you're out here, you're single, and you have all these different women in your life. And out of all those women that you have, and it was so mm-hmm. common, it was ridiculous with these guys, out of all mm-hmm. those women that you're seeing, all of them together still don't do everything that you want or need her to do. So, mm-hmm. and then, then, you know, there's always drama with each and every woman. So it's like, why are you dealing with that versus yep. that one person? You know, it's like, dude, how do you have the strength to cope with that? That's ridiculous. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, that that kind of like kills your day and kills your mood. Because if she's not acting right and you go to the other girl thinking everything's going to be better, somebody might have pissed in her coffee, so she's not acting right. So then your stress level starts to go up. Like, okay, I don't, I'm not going to deal with her today. Let's try this one. And it's like, dude, how how long are you going to keep doing this? Yeah. And now I hear him say, yeah, it is crazy. And now I, there's one guy out there that still does that. And then the other guys are like, man, haven't you learned that? Learn yet, man, that's that's ridiculous. It's, it's too much drama. You know, who has time for that at our age? And I'm like, dude, why were you even doing that in the first place? Right, that's true. Now, I'm going to ask you, you don't have to answer because I don't want to get you in trouble. But so mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not gonna ask you. I'm just gonna no, say go ahead, go ahead. We're, ma- we're being we're <laughs> you're married today. No, okay. We're today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I talk. <laughs> I talk to a lot of my brothers, and they tell me. I ask them this question. I, I ask um, your wife: Is she everything that you wanted in a woman? Is she your dream woman? And a lot of them tell me, well. You know, me and you are friends. I know you ain't going to talk to her. You know what I mean? So they tell mm-hmm. me no. They say that, you know, there were some good things that they, you know, of course attracted them to the person, but it wasn't really what they thought it was. So if you, let's just say you met a woman and mm-hmm. she was everything that you wanted in a woman and she was, a, and you thought that she, and you think that she's amazing and she turns out to be amazing. What's the point of saying that if you don't take action on it? Or is a guy just saying that you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that, you're everything I wanted in a woman? Is it just talk? Or if he, he really feels that way, how come he's not taking action? What do you think the issue is? It goes back to what we were um, talking about earlier, um, speed versus accuracy. Um, mm-hmm. He jumped in it too soon. Um, everything was good in the beginning. But then she started to fall back and reveal her true colors. And now it's looking like, okay, now she's not everything that I thought she was because now I'm starting to see some things. So 
I'm going to stand fast for a minute, you know, and see what she's going to do versus, hey, take your time, get to know her, you know, don't move too fast. And if mm-hmm. that's not what you want, then, you know, don't settle. Most of the time, you know, we we meet someone new or or someone fresh, and we think that she's everything or he might be everything, and they're truly not. It's just an, a new relationship and situation that you you got yourself in you know uh-huh. and and you're just ready to burst you know waiting for that perfect person and you you really become tired of waiting so when you see that fresh and new person that walks into your life and they seem like they're good you know a lot of the times they're not trying to snatch them up because uh they they notice something uh-huh. not quite not quite there yet you know, but and the two at the same time when you have that but, it's like but you know she's too good to let go, you know because somebody else might um, snatch her up, but she's not quite there for me yet. So I'm gonna hold on to her until something better comes along. Well, I mean, there's a fifty percent chance on that, you know. Right. So it's 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 like a catch twenty two. Mhm. Because I know, and from my personal experience, you know, I know I'm not perfect, but I know what kind of woman I am. So mm-hmm. um, I've also been told that a lot. And then I just feel like it's the same thing. I don't see, I haven't seen any action, you know, in the past. It's just, you know, all talk to me. Because me and my homegirls had this talk. And sometimes it could be because the man doesn't know how to, you know, a, a man could feel like he's taking action or maybe we feel like they're not taking action fast enough or they're not doing the right things. I just don't know what it is. But I know I've been told that in the past, you know, from exes and stuff. Um, you know, you're such an amazing woman. You're beautiful. You just do that. And you're like total package. But then I feel like, okay, so if I'm that, then what are you doing to match that? Not that you have to match that because you're not, you know, you're not, I'm not expecting you to, I'm not perfect, okay, but I'm not expecting you to, you know, be the best that you can be, but if you're getting 100% from the person, then you need to give 100% back. That That's happening. That's happened to me, and it's happening to me now. Um, mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, okay, so I was dating a young lady, and we seemed to be perfect for one another. And the mm-hmm. same thing that you were told, I was told. So, I'm mm-hmm. looking at her like, so what's the problem, you know? Mm-hmm. And she would say to me, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite ready yet because of what this guy did to me before you. And it's like, I feel like all men are the same. Well, I'm not all men, and I'm not the same. And based right. on what you're, you've told me, you know this already. But whatever you have going on with you, um, that's on you. So my mm-hmm. my my point to her was, so why are you trying to hold on to me? I, I know why you're trying to hold on to me because you know you're not going to find anything better. Or if right. there is something better out there for you, you rather enjoy me uh-huh. until that next best thing comes along. Well, I don't work that way, and I'm not designed that way. So right. uh, why don't we take some time out, and when you figure out what you want to do, call me. You know, uh-huh. so – and this went on for like a year, and I had to say, you know what? No, nah, I'm not. We're we're too old for this. 
you know. So when I started dating my wife, um, I hadn't had any contact with the other young lady. And then she calls me up and says, you know what, you were so right. You know, I know we could work out. I'm ready. And I said, you know what, you were right. And I was ready, but I've moved on. And Don't like you hate freaking, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, that that's always happened to me. Oh, man, you're this, you're that. So you, when you start to grow as you get older, you start looking at them like, okay, so if it's not me, then it's you. What are you doing? Right. What's the problem? What are you afraid of? I mean, I'm I'm so perfect for you. What's the problem? You know? Um, the thing that's happening to me now is um, when my wife and I started seeing each other, based on what she saw from me and what she saw within me, she had already tagged me to be her husband, which I didn't know it at the time. You know, so... Um, Everything that I was looking for in a woman, she was that in the beginning. Okay, so mm-hmm. then after we got married, she fell back. Mm-hmm. You know, I got what I wanted. You know, I know he's gonna treat me right. He's giving me a hundred percent. Well, mm-hmm. I don't get that from her. I might get uh, let like. Me, let me, mm-hmm. I don't mean to interrupt you just really quick, but thank you so much for being honest because. Me and my homeboy was talking, and he was saying how when I interview people, they seem like they're being a little fake, like they're not telling the truth. So thank you so much for being honest. No problem. No no problem. I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, in life, I have to tell it like it is, you know. And mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I'm not perfect. She's not perfect. But the thing is, you know, what I learned in life is when people know they got something good, they may not mm-hmm. be with you 100%. It might be uh uh seventy thirty or 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 fifty twenty or whatever you want to call it, but you know when when the dust starts to settle, then you always find yourself standing alone because they saw who you were and they knew what you you needed in life, and they tried to be that, but they couldn't uphold that mm-hmm. you know because my wife tells me every day oh you're you're so sweet, you know, you're, you know, you're this and that. You're so kind. You always put me first. Well, you only put me first when it comes to certain circumstances, you know, but that vow I took, I I stand by it, but that, that's who I am as a person. Not saying that she's bad, but it's like when it comes to certain things, um, that gets put first. Like, uh, for instance, when I decided over the weekend, I wanted to trade my car. Well, you know, it's my car. It wasn't going to cost me extra money to get into another car. And she uh-huh. said to me, oh, man, you, you got to, your car is badass. Why would you get rid of it? Well, because I want something else. And then she felt like I should have talked to her first. And what I wanted to say was, well, um, when you decided to file bankruptcy, um, you didn't discuss that with me. You came to me <laughs> after you did it. And right. the reason you did that is because you knew what I would have said. But, you know, you're not to the point where you have you needed to do that and she she had done it once before before we started seeing each other so in my mind it's like okay what are you hiding um that you couldn't tell me that because that was really important and then i also said to her well it wasn't like i didn't tell you that um I was trading my car in because I did. I said, think back a couple of weeks ago 
when I told you people were making me offers on my car and I thought about doing that and I still might. And you said, yeah, maybe you should if you get a good deal on it, you know, on getting your car sold, which I did, but I wound up changing my mind. But it was like, oh, I wish you would have talked to me or come to me about it. You know, I think you should keep it, blah, blah, blah. Well, what happened when you filed bankruptcy? And then tell me about it. You see, and and with that being said, it's like, actually, I already knew what was going on because one of your kids didn't mess up or something, and it put you in a, a deep financial bind. So in your mind, you felt like you had to do that, but you were afraid to come to me about it. And I told her after the fact, we could have we could have wor- worked this out. You know, well, where we got money from for this and that? Well, I don't know that we needed money for this and that because you never said anything to me about it. And But I'm your husband, you know, and that's what right. I mean. Well, I'm always 100% with her, but I don't get I don't get that back from her. But, see, that that's the very thing that I'm talking about. And for me, although all the relationships I've been in and they were long-term and it was I guess they consider, they call it a commonwealth marriage. Um, I like long-term relationships, but most of the relationships I've been in, it's like I feel like I give 100%, but I don't get it back. And it could be kind of frustrating because I feel like when you choose someone to be your partner, married or not, I feel like if there is something that's not making you happy or something that I'm not doing, I feel like I communicate that a lot, and I feel like, if I'm communicating to you, like, asking you on a daily basis, you know, how are you today? Are you happy? Am I not doing something? And my, my homegirl said you shouldn't be doing that. That's like submitting. I don't think so. That's being a, you know, when you're in a team, when you're on a team, you have to be a team player. When you have a partner, you have to ask these questions. Are you happy? There's something I could do to make it better or if it's this or that. And she feels like, oh, you're submitting too much. I don't think so. This is just the type of woman that I am. You know, I feel like I give 100%, and if I give you that king treatment, I need to get it back on a daily basis. If I'm giving it on a daily basis, you need to give it on a daily basis. And I'm not talking if we're tired, we're working. Oh, that's understandable, but it's like the, the strong stuff, the real stuff, the everyday stuff. Um, I don't – I feel like I shouldn't have to beg for your attention. I shouldn't have to – tell you things um and i feel like you shouldn't like you said i feel like you shouldn't give me a percentage whenever it's convenient for you that's not how it works when you enter a partnership it's like you two together if something's not something ain't right then you need to talk about it if you can't talk about it what's the point of being together if you're not happy what's the point of being together it's like the same shit every day in and out and then when you talk about it nothing changes now you're left to your mind starts wandering. Because um, I ain't going to lie, most of the long-term relationships I've been in, I never cheated, but there were times where it, it did enter my mind, but mm-hmm. I, I just didn't do it. And I wouldn't judge anybody who did do it because it's like, you, I feel like relationships and marriages, I feel like it's work. It is, but I feel like it's not hard work. Some things, I think people make it complicated, and then you have people who are not willing to do the work. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you are in love with somebody and you want them, I feel like it should be a no-brainer. It should be easy to do the work. But I hear some couples who talk to me, and I feel like they make it complicated only maybe because there's something missing and maybe they don't want to get a divorce, but they don't want each other at the same time. I see a lot of couples together, a lot of marriage, a lot of people who are married, 
And I walk around and I just look and they look like they just tolerate each other. Like they're just friends, roommates, like they're not even happy. And that's not how it used to be. I, I remember because I'm very observant, you know, mm-hmm. year, year to year, I used to walk around and see. You can tell when people are in love. I feel, and I don't know if it's a fairy tale if you think so, but I feel like when you're married or when you're in a relationship, you should look like a fairy tale. I mean, I, I know nothing's going to be perfect. I'm not talking about that. But, I mean, it's just, it, it gets frustrating. Well, I, I, you know, there there is some truth to that as far as uh, looking like a fairy tale. I mean, you, you're not always going to agree or see things eye to eye. But when oh, people no, are, no. are truly in love, uh, the work that we talk about as far as keeping a, a relationship or marriage together we really don't look at it as work because um, when two people are in love, I mean, not mm-hmm. just love love somebody because you can love your your friend or your best friend, but I'm talking about right. in love. In love, um, yes. It's a natural. It's a natural thing. Um, yes. When when um, something is bothering someone, you don't you don't have to ask what's wrong because you know something's wrong. Um, yeah. You all naturally know what they need. You know, um, uh-huh. and and they talk about it, and just because they talk about it doesn't mean they're going to agree. But they talk about it so they can fix it. Now, when you're in a yeah. relationship where someone acts like they're in love with you, um, when you bring something to their attention, they're going to have a problem. When two people mm-hmm. are in love, it's it might bother you, but it's not going to be a problem because it you you know it deep in your heart. It's got to be talked about and it's got to be worked out because it just can't sit like this. Right. You know, but it, but a lot of the times we settle in relationships and figure, okay, well, when we get to that bridge, we'll 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 work it out. We'll talk about it then. Well, no, nah, mm-hmm. when you get to that bridge, that bridge gonna fall. It's gonna crumble. Exactly, because yeah. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. my homegirls. They always feel like um, because of me always, you know, breaking it off. And here here's my way of thinking. I feel like. I do give chances. Like, you, you may think, let's just say that, okay, in your marriage, you feel like, you know, things happen that don't make you happy, but you still stay in the marriage. And then you had do sit down and have that talk about your marriage, about staying together, not staying together, and then the person says, give me another chance. I feel mm-hmm. like that's not the first chance that you gave the person. You gave the mm-hmm. person many, many a chances to get it together. Especially when you had a brief conversation about, oh, you just respect is a big thing in a relationship or marriage. Respect. Mm-hmm. Once you start disrespecting people and you do it over and over again, and then let's just say, you know, you stop doing it, it doesn't make it better because you stop doing it. Well, especially a man. Once you start disrespecting him, oh, it's, it's a wrap. I mean, it's it's hard to come back from that. You could forgive a person, but I feel like I don't know. Let's just say that. Okay, in your marriage, you have a lot of drama, mm-hmm. and it's over and over, consistent, and then you have a break, and it stops. And then you have a conversation with your wife, and then all of a sudden, she start, you start to see like a, like she's changing a little bit. But people mm-hmm. don't change overnight. They just change for the moment due to whatever, mood, situation, whatever. And you've already felt some kind of way like, you know what, I've been so much with this woman, I don't even know if I want to stay or go. Um, mm-hmm. And in your mind, you just know that this ain't going to work. And she sits down and she goes, I'm going to change, let's work it out. Do you think that 
you would give her that chance, or do you think at that point, depending on how you feel, that you don't know if it's, you don't think it's going to work? And because you're married, you have that thing in your head, oh, I'm married. I, I don't know what her family will think. I don't know. It's not about what other people think. It's about how you feel. Yeah. Do you agree or... Oh, no, I agree, because, I mean, like, um, me, for instance, like, most guys might go out and start stepping on, stepping out on their wives, and uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've had this conversation with some of my friends. They brought it to my attention. Well, Jay, what do you do? Um, well, you know, for me, I'm not going to go out there and, and and step out on my wife, because things get up, you know, you, you can have a situation where uh, both spouses are out there sleeping around, so they figure out what's what's going to happen. Um, well, you know what? There's there's too much out there, fellas, to like bring something home, you know. And if she's out there stepping out, there's gonna be a problem because you, if you you go out there and you bring something home to me, um, it's gonna be. Ugly. So they were like, "So what do you do? I mean, how do you you uh, you look past that? Like, you know, because one of my friends is already like, uh, you know, I, I need something. I need something on the side until I figure out what I'm gonna do. Man, I got my hobby." You know, find I, I focus on other things. You know, I got my my uh, my car. You know, um, I got my motorcycle. I got my guitar. Um, I got my martial arts. You know, I, I like to go shoot. You know, there's other things that keeps my mind off doing that. Because I said, once you step outside your relationship, no matter what you're going through, now you're lost. Right. And you you don't want that. You, at our age, you don't want to go down that road because it. You know, you might be able to fix your marriage or your relationship, but once you cross that threshold with another woman, you're not. Mm -hmm. Well, poor man, he's not coming back. You know, he might come home to you, you know, sit there and eat with you, you know, or watch TV with you. But, you know, when you go go, get ready to go to bed, nothing's happening. And you're thinking, why isn't he touching me? Well, you stopped touching him a long time ago, you know. Exactly. And yeah. he spoke to you about it, but, you know, you, you didn't disrespect him in so many different ways. Mentally, he's been gone. You right. Know, so but see, why, that's uh-huh. why I don't judge. That's why I don't judge. And I ain't going to lie to you. Back in the day, mm-hmm. I probably would have judged. I probably would have said, um, you know, if I heard a story like that, I probably would have said, oh, you know, she's wrong for stepping out or he's wrong for stepping out. Mm-hmm. How could they, but you know what? You can't say that because you don't know what's going on in people's minds, their hearts, their homes. And just recently, one of my brothers told me a situation. Um, now it's his ex-wife. He got a new girlfriend, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know the whole story. And he would tell me, cause you can only go by what people tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. So he only told me so much. So I was kind of judging in my head, like, wow, you cheated on her, you did this and that. He didn't tell me until recently what she did to him. Okay. And then at that moment, I was like, well, you know what? I probably would have cheated too. You know, I know it sounds bad, but it's like Mm -hmm. there's only so much abuse that you can take from a person. And I asked him, I said, well, how, how come you couldn't leave? He was like, listen, he was like, at the time... We had a child, and my daughter was young, and I thought I was doing the best for my daughter. She did so, Jamie, it's so so much to to tell you what she did to him. It was so much drama, so much um, situations that that she put him in, 
um, even to a point where he got locked up. I mean, it was so many things that she did that is like, it's, it's, you're going to have to forgive at, at one point, but it was like so many things that made him be like, you know what, I'm done. So he just kind of like mentally he was gone. Physically, he was gone. I mean, he was still there, but, like, sexually, he was gone. But he just stayed because of his daughter. And he was so miserable. But he tried to tell himself, I'm just going to get through with this. You know, I'm going to go through with this for my daughter. And it was so much abuse. She would, like, insult him all the time. And then she would turn around and say, I'm sorry. It's like that back and forth stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's like it was bipolarish, the you know, the mm-hmm. way that he explained it. And um, he told he I said, how come you ain't never tell me none of this? I said, you know me. I'm going to be honest. I was judging you a little bit. But mm-hmm. that's why at this current day, like, that was back in the day. But now, that's why I don't judge people, married or not. You know, you tell me that you had to do what you had to do. I trust that you made the right decision what's best for you. That's why I don't judge anybody. You know, I can't, you know, tell you what to do. I don't know how you feel. I don't know what you did or she did or whatever the case may be. But I, I just don't. It was so horrible. All the stuff that he told me that she did, you know, he gave money on every every bit of money that he had and she would go spend it not on the daughter and go spend it on like stuff she didn't need and, and on somebody else. It was so horrible. Wow. So he had I mean, he said mentally and physically, you know, he wasn't having sex with her. He said he just happened, he said. I mean not not everything just happens. You know what you're doing, but he said that he just met a friend and he ended up being friends with this girl and then things got serious and he was still in the house with her and he just he said I'm out I'm done and he ended up I think I think they just recently got married his girlfriend he just got married mm-hmm. so he tells me this woman is like the one that he got is like his savior basically like she's like the like she's it so I try not to judge anybody when they tell me that they've had these thoughts or they think about doing this or they did do this. You know, I don't. But I feel like if you're not happy, why not Why not get separated? Why not get a divorce? Is it that hard? Some people fear, um, we'll see that you, see you, you said what I was thinking. Um, like me, for instance, I, I know if I stepped out there right now, <laughs> my wife can, she, she can cancel them checks. They did not get cash. At least not by me, you know. And and it, the funny thing is, well, I, I'll tell you this little story. So she has, um, you know, there's a couple of her ex-boyfriends on her friends list on Facebook, right? And uh, I know them, so, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. But I'm going to tell you this. Um, one of my exes was on my friends list. And she had been on there before my wife and I were even thought of. She had been an ex for a while. And um, she does a young lady. She had um, liked something on my page one day. And uh, it was, and it happened to be something about, it was a picture of my wife and I. And she liked it. You know, she thought, you know, it was a beautiful picture. But my wife had never seen her before because she never really responded to anything. But she thought the picture was so beautiful of the two of us, she had to respond to it. DJ Lala, I'm going to tell you something. When my wife saw how bad this girl was, <laughs> she was 
like, what the, and where did she come from? You know, so um, when I came home, um, my wife was uh, soaking in the tub, had a little bubbles going. She had some look on her face like she wanted to kill somebody, right? So I walked in the bathroom and said, babe, what's the matter? She said, uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I looked at it and when I saw the picture, I was like, that's my ex. I, I told you about her. And um, she was like, oh, never. You cannot be friends with her. And I said, hold on now. You, you, are you saying this because how good looking she looks? You know, or are you just saying this? Because I said, if we want to really step into it and make it even on both sides of the playing field, you have your um, your children's father as a friend on Facebook, and this man never paid you child support. So why are you friends with him? And then you okay. got another ex from um, high school on there. You know, what's up with – matter of fact, she had three, but she took one off because they – I guess when they were dating um, – they bumped heads, something happened. But I'm like, what I don't understand is, and I don't care, but you got your kid's father on there. He's never never helped you with anything to this day with, with wow. supporting your kids. And they're like um, almost 30 now. And you have him on there for what? I don't, I don't know any women that would be friends with someone who was dirty with them all throughout life. But you got this guy on here. I said, she's a she's a ex from like seven, eight, maybe almost ten years ago. And wow. because you and, and I said she's always been on my friends list. She just never responded to anything. She's not on Facebook like that. But because you saw how good looking she was, that was a problem for you. And I laughed when she showed me the picture. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see how that would. Uh, <laughs> Well, that upset would upset you, but I'm like, um, I, you know, I'm not throwing any shade, but I'm saying, you know, if you think she's hot, then you're not going to like any of my <laughs> But she was the only one that, that was on my Facebook because she um, she's on a different level. She's really a spiritual person, and um, we just remained friends. It wasn't a bad breakup or anything. You know, we just realized while we were dating – we seem more like friends than a couple, you know. And then um, for me, I started seeing her like one of the one of the fellas versus my girlfriend, you know. So we just like call just called it quits, you know. But when and my, what made you feel that way? What made you feel that way? Um, it was the way we hung out, you know. We had a lot of fun, but it, it just didn't seem like it would be relationship material, you know. Like romantic or... Right. I mean, and, and you know what? We were we were very romantic, um, but it just, you know, just the way the, the relationship went, I didn't see it as long term, you know. Oh. And, and two, she had a little bit more growing to do, you know. Uh, so she yeah. just really... <laughs> Huh? Oh, she had some changing she needed to do. Well, she seemed, well, you know, I like to have fun and, and, and party and everything, but at that time, um, I, I felt like I was a little bit too mature, 
um, okay. for her and then certain conversations we had. I started always, you know, I, it started to seem like I was always trying to, well, it was almost like me talking to one of my kids, like, ah, nah, I probably wouldn't do that, you know, and I, I, I just didn't see it as, as something moving forward, you know, and then she agreed as, as well. Huh? I know some men who are married to some women like that. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 as far as a relationship, it, it seems kind of awkward for me. Yeah. You know, so, but I mean, she understood, and we just remained friends. But you know, when my wife saw saw what she looked like, she was like, "Oh hell no!" Like I, I, I kind of looked at it like she was telling me, "Well." This is she's kind of threatening, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> really? I mean, you don't even know the full story, you know. Right. She's not a threat. I said just because she's good looking and she has a body on her, she's a threat. I, you know, if you knew what if she was like mentally, you wouldn't. Nah, I don't. I don't have anything to worry about. So I said, matter of fact, she's in a relationship she's been in for like seven years. You know, I said and I know her boyfriend. I, I mean, you can meet her. You can meet her and him. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, but I'm like, but, you know, okay, well, well if we, we, what if we got into your exes? Oh, that, that's not even close. Well, what do you mean it's not close? Because cause they're not good looking or what? I mean, help me understand. Because an ex is an ex in my book. You know, exactly. And, and her exes, like, when they see something on her page, they're always complimenting or saying something. Now, what if I riffed about that, you know? And, and that's why we get that 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 170. I'm giving you everything, but I'm I'm not I'm not getting everything back from you or the same kind of respect because you know because I'm a different kind of man that doesn't bother me, but it bothered you with my ex, you know. But your your exes are always complimenting, you know, on how you look and all this other stuff. You don't see that. You don't see that from me. Yeah, and I feel so. like married or not, if you don't, if you don't have that attraction, that connection, and that trust, and that um, what did I want to say? I lost it. Um, I'll think of it again. But um, mm-hmm. that respect. That I feel like, what's the point of being together or being married? It, uh, let's just say, let's just say this is just a little scenario I'm going to give you. Let's just say that your wife cheated, you found out, um, and she said the only reason why she cheated because she felt like you weren't doing something or being this way or blah, blah, blah. And you get upset by it and you still stay, but then in your mind, you just feel like you're gone because before she told you that she cheated, you were already kind of like, you know, doing the balancing act where you felt like, you know, you weren't getting what you needed, but, you know, you're trying to work it out. But what would you do in that situation? Do you feel like you would forgive her and you would try to make a plan to do what you need to do and leave or what would you do? I would I would forgive her and leave. Reason being, um, from what I explained earlier, I give you 100%. And whatever drama that was brought into our relationship or whatever, you know, I tried to overlook it, you know, and go with you on it. But if the shoe was on the other foot, you might try to give me the same respect, but then 
you you want to bring up some issues. Like um, I'll give you one. Um, now my son, my oldest son stays with us. He's 23. Um, I, I helped him get a car and everything. She wouldn't do that for her kids because she knows they're not going to do right by it. But something small like, okay, my son left the dish in the sink and he forgot about it because, you know, we, we, we're not going to clean up after grown folks. But he forgot about it and um, he didn't do it intentionally. She brought it to my attention. Okay, well, let's talk about your kids. They don't clean up after themselves at all. You know, they come over to the house. They make dishes and stuff. Don't clean it up. She cleans it up. But you, you wanna, you wanna bring to my attention that my son left a, a bowl in the sink or something. But your kids, when they come over and make a mess, they don't clean it up. They leave it for you. And the reason they leave it for you is because that's what you did with them um, when you were raising them. Even when they were like teenagers and young adults, they would leave dishes in the sink for you to clean up. And that's because you allowed it. I don't do that. You know, and then two, she didn't give me the opportunity to bring it to my son's attention because I thought I already got it handled. You know, but if you want to go there, your kids don't even clean up after themselves. I said the last time um, your son was at the house, after we ate dinner, you know, when we went to sleep or when he thought we were asleep, he came downstairs and made another meal and then left the, um, the dishes in the sink. Now, I'm sitting in the family room watching TV. He didn't know I was up, so he comes in, grabs something to eat, goes upstairs, and then when he comes back, he leaves the dishes in the um, in the sink, and they were like four um, pieces of dishes that he made. So I turn around in my um, my lazy boy, and I'm like, "So PJ, you just gonna leave that in the sink?" And he was like, uh, "Yeah, I was just gonna leave it there in the morning. Uh, leave it there for who to clean up? I'm not gonna clean it up and leave it." Even- your mother's not even going to do it. She didn't make that mess you did. And I said, after we all ate dinner, she cleaned the kitchen. And then she's got to wake up in the morning to see four dishes in the sink that you made. Now, had I not said anything to him, she would have got up early in the morning and probably cleaned it before I got downstairs. Like, it never happened. Wow. You know, so it's little things <laughs> like that. So. I, I'm sorry. I... In most of my relationships, I try to give the benefit of the doubt, and it's like you hear the same thing over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't mean to do that. I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I think only people only do that just to get you to be quiet so that way you don't go nowhere or try to cheat or try to whatever. That's how they feel. And then I feel mm-hmm. like it's just wasting your time. I just hate my time to be wasted. So, you know, I after I give you so many chances, like, you know, I'm out because I feel like, I'm too good of a woman to have to deal with all of this, you know, especially with a, a good woman. So we were talking about that the other day, but um, how do you feel about, do you feel like um, tell the truth, that you should tell the truth or keep it to your grave? Um, well, it's, if it has anything to do with me, myself, and I, I'm going to tell the truth. But if if I have a friend that has something they don't want me to say to anybody, things like that, I take it to my grave because that's between me and them, and it's not my right, right to tell other people about it. But if it comes to me, um, I'm going to tell the truth. Yes. I believe, you know, I feel like especially um, 
when you're meeting people too, I feel like, because you know how I am, I feel like just put it out there. Give me a chance to know who you really are, not your representative. So that way, you know, if you tell me, you know, I'm not perfect, I got these issues that I'm working on, maybe I can help you with it. Maybe if I like you enough, I might be like, okay, let's see where it goes. Instead of you lying, you know what I'm saying, lying and being like, oh, you know, trying to be the man that you think that I want you to be or that I like. I mean, I, I think that that's so crazy. A lot of my homegirls tell me they go through that. You know, they meet guys and they mm. seem like they're all of this and that. And then later on, it's like, you know, my ex was like that. He tried to pretend like, you know, I was, the, you know, he was the man that I wanted. And he, of course, your true colors come out after that. And it's like, this is such a waste of time. Like, I, I can't stand that. So I feel like telling the truth is um a big one for me um it's my pet peeve i don't i don't like people who just lie especially for no reason it's just you have to keep lying after that i just don't so it's so crazy but anyway (laughs) so that goes to my next (laughs) my next Mm. question is um um people throw around the uh the love word a lot and i feel like they shouldn't do that because it's a big thing, yes. especially for me. I feel like you can love anybody when you tell them I love you. You can love anybody, but um, you. I feel like you should have someone in your life that you're in love with. And if mm-hmm. that's your partner, I feel like that's great. But a lot of people throw that word around like it's nothing to them, and I think that's sad. Um, I just want to put that out there. Um, so why is it so hard for some men to tell the truth? Because your heart is a big deal. And you can't play with people's feelings. So why do you think that is the way it is? The the reason it's like that because they don't because they don't want you to know who they truly are as a as a person as an individual. Because you got people out there that want the best, but they're not the best. Then you got people out there <laughs> that want you to give them the best, but they're not going to give you nothing. They just want to be treated in a certain way, but they can't give it back. And from with that said, you're using the person that you're with. You know, a woman can tell a man she's in love with him, but he may not feel that. So in his mind, I'm just going to tell her I love her. Because if I tell That's her I love horrible. her, she's going to give me a world. Huh? That's horrible. It is horrible, but that's the way people think. Women think the same way. I kind of feel that, you know, to a certain degree of my wife is like, um, she's always praising me. Um. I don't think she realized that I don't say that that much about her because um, from what have I, what I've experienced, you know, uh-huh. and, and it's like, if you're not catching on to that, then you're really not seeing the big picture and seeing what's going on, you know, cause you're caught up in me, you know, and what I uh-huh. do and what I give and how I treat you. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't get the same respect back. And it's like, when are you going to open your eyes and realize something's wrong? Are you going to realize right. it after, you know, I leave? I tell you, um, my wife and I, right before we, we bought our house, we split up, you know, and um, mm-hmm. she told me, I, I went to my parents' house and she told me she was going to her, her dad's house. So two days later, um, I get a call from a friend of mine and I don't, I don't hear from this friend that much. And her and I both have known this guy since we were kids, he's a little older than us. And, uh, 
calls me up one day and says, Jamie, uh, how's everything going? I said, everything's going fine. What's going on with you? You know, he says, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So uh, he says, are you sure everything's fine? I said, yeah, everything's good. What, what's, you know, what's going on? Why you keep asking me that? And he says, um, you know, is everything okay at home? And I'm like, yo, Brian, why, why are you asking me this, man? What, what's going on? You know, he says, um, man, your, your wife's been at my place. What? And I said, say what? He goes, yeah, that's why I'm calling you because um, she's a little upset. I'm like, okay, I get that. But why is right. she at your place? She told me she was going to her right. dad's. And he's like, well, she didn't want to, um, she didn't want her dad to know. So I looked at that as, 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 I looked at that a couple of ways. Okay, so right. why would why was she afraid to go to her dad, and why was she afraid to tell her dad that we split up? Were uh-huh. you afraid your dad was going to say something like, "I told you so," or "Here we go again with you"? When you're going to realize, you know, mm-hmm. you you got something good in your life? Because I I remember when we were uh, when we were just fiance. Uh, mm-hmm. Her dad said to her, you know, you need to get your mom out the house and get your kids out the house. Your mom can take care of herself and so can your kids. Because her dad was like, he said this in front of me, and I should have took it as a clue. Like, okay, wait a minute, hold on, what's what's going on? Um, Jamie's not the, the type of men you've been dating. Because her, because her, you know, her, her family knows me. So uh-huh. her dad was saying, Jamie's a real man. And he's not going to put up with any BS. He might, uh, you know, take note of it and keep an eye out on it. But if it continues, he's not only going to speak his mind, he's going to handle it if you're not. So he was like, you need to nip that in the bud before you get married. And it started off that way, but then after we got married, um, here comes the mom again, and then here comes the daughter. You know, and the daughter, we're already taking care of the daughter's, daughter's son. You know, he stays with us. So it's like all that all that drama, you know. And now that, you know, the mom's back in the house, so, you know, can you, you know, she's been with me for so long and this and that. Well, you know, first of all, Everybody's already told me about your mom. She ain't no good. You know, she uses mm-hmm. people. Your brothers have told me that. And then here she is in the house with us. And her mother has caused so much damage that I have no respect for her. But my wife keeps letting them use her and get away with it. And what I try to make her understand is, you know what? You're not the single mom anymore. As a matter of fact, you're always going to be a mother, but you don't have any kids. And then you also have to understand that we put our, our money in the same pot. So whatever you're giving to them, my hard-earned money is going out the door, too. That's you know, what I was about why, to say. Yeah, now she's married, so you got to have respect for right. how you feel. Now, my kids don't do this. It's just hers. I'm like, when was the last time you heard one of my kids needed help with, with money or something? You know, not right. ever, you know. But I said, for the past eight years, 
um, your kids were always into something. And I said, and your daughter, she's never even um, begun to take care of her responsibility because her responsibility lives with us. You know, so if it's not your mom, it's your son. If it's not your son, it's your daughter. When does it end? You know, but, you know, my son, no, I don't want to hear that. Your son's almost 30 years old. You know, it's, it's, when, is, when does it end? Now, I can guarantee you, if my kids were like her kids, we probably wouldn't be married right now. <laughs> but she's probably, what I'm she, saying. She would probably it's look okay. at me like, when, right, yeah. yeah, it's okay when it's, when it's them. But for me, being a man, because like, when, when you going to make them handle their responsibility or when you going to handle this? When, when are you going to let your kids grow up? That's not cool. It's not like, you know, you're in a partnership. It's not like we get to do whatever we get to do and forget your feelings, you know. It's not like that. If she was single, it would be something different. But now she has a partner, so it has to be, you know, rectified. And if not, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know happiness my is wife, for me. So. It is, and 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 I and I've I've tried, and my, my wife looks at me sometimes and says, "How come you don't touch me like you used to?" I'm mentally turned off, you know. Hey, absolutely, I would be too. So it's like, luckily for you, I got my hobbies because who knows what could happen if I didn't have it. But I, I'm 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 just not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I'm not like most men. We're like, man, I'd be doing this or doing that. You know, nah, that's that's not me. Yeah. You know, I I don't want to be like you. You know, because that that is that's gonna come back on you. But I will say she's yeah. lucky that I got hobbies and my mind is built differently and designed differently than most men. Because had it been someone else, she probably would have been cheated on tenfold with all that drama going on. Right. Well, that's what a couple two of my brothers used to say. They're like, you know, I'm such a good dude, I can't do it. And I would never do that, but you can never say never because I know for me, not with cheating, but with a lot of stuff, I used to say, oh, you know, I could never do that. I don't see how people, and then I ended up in that situation. So just pray to God to hold on to them hobbies because you never know one day. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, it's a it's a crazy situation, but... Um, do you have anything for me that we discuss? I mean, don't don't uh don't go too hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's a few questions I have, like, um, like this one here. What were the best moments in your life? The best. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of them. You gotta be specific. Okay. I have a lot of them. Um, I have a lot of them. Best moments okay. or best uh, um, I have a lot of good moments. Best like okay. uh, go ahead. That's good because some people will like name a few. You know, they don't have many. You know what I mean. The reason why I say that because um, it doesn't – I'm a very simple woman. I'm different. Um, that's why I have a lot of male friends. I don't – I'm not one of those women that you have to do a lot for me. Just little things make me happy. Um, just thinking about me makes me happy. You know what I mean? Or, you know, um, 
just small things. Like you don't really have to do too much to make me happy, and I that's I feel like it's a good good thing, good quality. Um, so I have a lot of happy moments. Um, my daughter was a best moment for me. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of good, nice moments that has happened for me. Because, like I said, I, it doesn't take much to make me happy at all. That's good. That's really good. Okay. Um, next question. Uh, do you have any hobbies? Like, what do you like to do on your free time? Oh, come on. I thought you were going to go hard. <laughs> I thought you was going to get down to the nitty gritty. Okay. So I like things. Okay. So I'll tell you things that little things that I enjoy, not necessarily hobbies. I mean, of course, you know, I love the DJ. I love talking mm-hmm. to people. I love, um, all my life, even when I was younger, I felt like I was always, I, I don't know if it's my spirit, my aura, but a lot of people, even strangers will come to me and all of a sudden they would just tell me their, their business, their life story from the time they was born to the time now, you know, if they married, if they got kids, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I enjoy listening to people's situations because it kind of helps me and I can take that and what I've learned to help other people. I like helping people. That, that is my thing. I'm a very nurturing, motherly type no matter how old I was or am now it's just I've always I enjoy now this may sound corny I enjoy when people are happy that's not corny because I'm the same way that brings or, or me when I can make when people, people happy. happy yeah mm-hmm. yeah when I can make somebody happy and um I love seeing people in love I however I don't like seeing people who are like they look like they stuck together but not meant for each other like kind of like you know they tolerate each other i don't like that i think i feel like i'm i'm very corny and romantic like i am a hopeless romantic so i like you know that gushy stuff um but you know what i'm you know what i'm trying to say like i'm very like you know uh, could be, you know, my friend said I'm corny. She's like, oh, you know, ain't nobody, like, in love anymore, that, like, Hallmark stuff, you know, Hallmark channel. She's like, don't nobody be in love like that or be doing all that. I was like, okay. I said, but that's how it should be, though. She's mm-hmm. like, but it's not. You know, you got to take it as you get it. Because she's always in, like, bad relationships. And she's married. And her and her husband, they're all over the place. It's like they make it look like they're good mm-hmm. and she's always on Facebook posting like they're good but they're really not so one day I was at her house and we we're talking about relationships she's asking me my advice and I guess her husband had walked in downstairs and I guess he was listening he was eavesdropping and then mm-hmm. he came upstairs this was a while ago he came upstairs and he was like Wow, I should have married her. I thought that was disrespectful. Wow. Yeah, but he's a jokester. So we, I looked at him and I was like, what? And then she started laughing. But I kind of felt bad because that's kind of disrespectful. But he's a joke. Like, he jokes a lot. Mm. He's like a comedian. Like, he thinks he's Kevin Hart. So she mm. took it as a joke. And I did take it as a joke, but at the same time, it was a little disrespectful. And I'm yeah. like, that's not something you should say he was like oh she was giving great advice you know maybe you should do what she said i should have married her married the wrong person i'm like what 
that's not cool at all wow. to do that. No, it's not. It's not yeah. at all. You know, thanks for the compliment, but, you know, that's uh, disrespectful. Yeah. You know, that. She could have taken it the wrong way. Right. And and I was telling him, too, when he was sitting down, I'm like, listen, I'm like, married or not, I feel like it's just common sense for me, like being in a relationship or like being in long-term relationships. Like, I've grown and I've learned, and sometimes being in bitter relationships can kind of change you a little bit, and you just have to realize that, you know, hey, I'm not good. I need to get back to myself because that really happened when I was with my ex, and then it kind of – it's kind of bad for the next person that comes into your life because you kind of like, you know, you, you end up in a space where you don't trust and you, you just don't know, you don't recognize what's good, what's bad, and, you know, you're in a different phase in life. So it's very important that whether you're married or not that you know that you have issues and that you need to fix them, but you have people who don't feel like they have issues and they feel like they're fine, and that's, that doesn't make a good marriage or relationship, I feel. you got to have respect, got to have trust, you have to be connected, have to have that attraction, all of that stuff. And it just doesn't, you know what I mean, uh, and happiness ultimately. But anyway, okay, that, that was my uh, answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's what another What else you one. got, sir? Okay, uh-huh. here, we, here we go. Um, okay. So was there ever someone in your life that you dated that you still wish you were seeing? What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Did you ever date someone in your life that you wish you were still seeing? Like you, like it's almost like okay. For instance, like you were dating this guy, and you really weren't ready for it, but you wanted him, but you didn't want to string him along, so you let him go. But that relationship was so good, you wish you were still seeing. And it was a relationship. You were dating. Dating. You didn't quite develop into a relationship, but you were dating, like filling them out. But I didn't really date. That's the thing. I hate dating. Okay. I Now, I when I wasn't in a relationship, like, say, like, with my ex, and I was like, you do you, I do me, we're still living in the same mm-hmm. house. People judge that, but I don't care what people think. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking to some people. Um if I knew, because uh, I haven't really talked to them in a while, if I did talk to them and I felt like, you know, they were a little different and they've grown up, um, a few people probably, I guess, I don't know. I can't really answer that. <laughs> wow, interesting. I That's a new one on me. Um, I, I just don't know how to answer that because I didn't really date. I was talking to some people, um, not talking, talking, but like mm-hmm. as friends. And I, I just don't, I didn't really get a chance to fill them out long enough. Let me put it that way. I can't really answer that because I didn't really, you know how you just start talking to someone and you're mm-hmm. trying to fill them out, but mm-hmm. you don't fill them out long enough to really know if you what you're going to do. Let me put it that okay. way. I didn't really okay. talk to them long enough to know whether I would talk to them now. Okay. You know? Um, oh, well, because mm-hmm. there were a lot of times where I was with people where after we broke up, I'm like, damn, no, I'm glad, you know, we broke up. And then when you start talking to somebody else, you're like, damn. You know, because sometimes you don't know what you have until you get with somebody else. 
So I believe my whole lifetime, out of my whole entire life, there's probably one person that really did it for me. Mm-hmm. That in the beginning, I regret, you know, the phase I was in because if I wasn't in that phase, we probably would be in a different space now today. Now that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel, I feel like if I, you know, after my ex, if I would have gotten back to myself the way that I am, period, and I wasn't in that bitter phase, I feel like, um, me and that person, when I met the person, the way that I was, mm-hmm. I wish I wasn't that way because then maybe I would have been different to that person and we probably, probably would be married today. That's what I'm feeling because apparently every guy that I get with wants to marry me, but it's like I, I can't do it if I'm not feeling it. You know what I mean? If I, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to marry somebody because I'm getting older or because just be just they could be married. I want to make sure that that's my soulmate. So I could have been married three and four times. I've been proposed to so many times, and I'm not bragging about it. It's just my friend was like, oh, who gets that? You should have married one of them. For what? If I wasn't – if I didn't feel like they were the right man, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. That's why – and I told her, and I said, that's why some of y'all are in the situations you're in now. And she's like, ah, you ain't have to say that. But that I'm just sense. saying. There's like, some truth to that. There's some truth to that. You I know, would rather, you know, yeah, I would rather not be married until I found the one that's going to treat me the way I need to be treated. Because I am a good-ass woman, and I uh, I treat a man damn good, okay? So I'm going to need, you know, it's not hard. So. Okay. I got one more for you. Now, we talked about uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty. I got one for you. Here's a twist. All right, and then after that, I'm going to let you go. Okay. All right, so here we go. Who gave you the best sex? Was it someone you dated or someone you were in a relationship with? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who gave me the best sex? I don't know if you – did you listen to Friday's podcast? The Freaky Friday, the ladies' lunch? Um, This past Friday? I think so. It was, uh, or I think I dropped it on Monday. All I know it was ladies' lunch um, Friday. I didn't drop it Friday. I dropped it probably Monday, but it was on a Friday episode. Me and Jazz had a talk, but we talk about, um, I think it's called love in different locations or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But the answer is in there, but I'm going to tell you, um, I had the best sex with a person I, I was in a relationship with. Um, we probably did it in so many locations all mm-hmm. over New York. So, and if you would have thought, saw us then, you probably would have thought that we weren't in a relationship, that we were just messing around, but we actually were in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. That was probably the best okay. sex I ever had. Yeah, because mm-hmm. most men, when they talk... Um, usually the best sex they ever had wasn't with who they're with now or their wife. It was someone that they were Somebody dating. Somebody they dated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But see, <laughs> anybody I'm with, I, I do the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to call myself, uh, you know, whatever, but I, I just, I'm a very, I don't know. I'm a sexual person. I'm a lovable person, too. Like, I care about people's feelings, and I care about how I treat them. So I really put a lot into it. So I'm very sexual. So 
Um, it was a person that I was in a relationship with. Yeah, we did a lot of things. You know, I would do things like, you know, um, meet me here. And he's like, why? I'm like, meet me here. Um, I need your help with something. And all of a sudden, it's like, damn, what are we doing? I'm like, you'll see in a second. And then, boom, it's like, you know, surprise. So I'm like that. I like being spontaneous. I like being, you know, I like keeping the spark. You know what I mean? I don't like it to be where it's not exciting, you know, because you have to do that in a relationship. You have to keep it different. You know, you can't do the same things all the time, excuse me, all the time. Because a lot of times he'd be like, oh, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah, change it up. You What mm-hmm. you think I would say, I might not say. What you think I might do, I might not do. You know, it just keeps it fresh, keeps the relationship fresh and exciting. So I, I just do that. That's just me. I don't know. I feel you on that. Go ahead, DJ Lala. We can, we can, we can. You are so crazy. <laughs> Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. You're not okay. 
that's just a general thing that you say, like, good morning. Oh, good morning. It may not be a good morning. You know, you got to fix your life, even if you got to make yourself a priority and be like, you know what, if she ain't stepping up and she ain't doing this and I got to do something and not feel guilty about it. You know, I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. And she ended up crying one day and she was like, you know what, when she reached her breaking point, when you reach her breaking point, that's it. There's nothing you can force. Nobody else can force it. Nobody else can convince you. You know, it's it. Mm. You know, you get it. She gave him so many chances. And people are like, oh, give him a chance. How long they been together? When you've been, hello, hello. When you've been yeah. together for so long, you give that person 10 years worth of chances. They have that long to figure it out. And if they couldn't figure it out, this common sense-ish, you know what I mean? Knowing how to treat mm -hmm. a person, respecting a person, that's just common sense. It's not like you have to do any kind of math equations or learn, you know, you got to find a cure for cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. It don't take that long to, to know that something ain't right with you. And like I said, her husband thought he was all right. Nothing wrong with him. Oh, my wife ain't going nowhere. We got kids together. I love her. She's like, no, bro. Uh-uh. Mm, that's crazy. That's not it. She ain't happy. And when somebody ain't happy, sooner or later... Something gonna, something gonna break, something gonna happen. So it's like, you know, I don't know. So they ended up getting a divorce, and she's like, oh, I've been with uh, a man uh, this long and married this long. I don't want to date. I ain't gonna find nobody. Before she even got the paper signed for divorce, because he wasn't signed, she had already met somebody. Wow. And she just got divorced this year. They've been together for like 12, 15 years, something mm. like that. And they got five kids. She and three of the kids are three, yeah, and three of the kids are small, and that's what she was worried about. And them kids, they don't even. The kids are like, "Mommy, we want to see you happy," and they little. Wow. Mm. Yeah, deep. and they, they don't care as long as they get to see their dad. Their dad come over every weekend. They don't they're with the boyfriend there. They don't. Mm. Mm. Let me tell you. Wow. So I don't know. <laughs> it's life but thank yeah, you so much uh, I appreciate you oh you're welcome I appreciate you too I had a blast yeah it's nice like venting and being honest and conversating and it also helps people too so I appreciate it yeah hey, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get it out and tell the truth and let people hear my side <laughs> of the story because life a a it may look good on the outside, but is it really good on the inside? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate you, and um, I hope you have a good day, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, DJ Lala, you have a good day, too, and I appreciate you as well. Thank you. Bye. Bye.